In this episode, we're going to be talking with Meg Corso of Exclusively BA to find out where small businesses can start with their social media right after this. So Meg, welcome to the show. Thank you for coming on. Glad to have you on and learn more about you and your business. How you got started. So So can you tell us a little bit about you, your background, exclusively BA? Like what brought you on this journey to where you are today? I'm Meg Corso. I'm the owner of Exclusively BA. We help we really try to focus on helping badass individuals. Um, in their marketing and their business growth, and just really all, like, all over life, honestly, because it's hard enough. What do you qualify as badass? I okay, that's so funny because sometimes like it's real generational. There's a generational difference, like um, like 50, 60, 70, They're like badass. Like they think I'm gonna come in with like a leather jacket on, and, like <laughs> yeah. tattoos all over. Yes, and um, I just kind of step back and just let them know, like that's kind of my pump me up in the morning like when Mm -hmm. I'm up and it's hard as an entrepreneur and the bills are you know a lot and Mm -hmm. staff is hard and clients just you want to kick their ass (laughs) um but it just helps me focus on being a badass and and being in my space as a a badass as being honest working with integrity Mm -hmm. being a faithful woman doing good in the community and that kind of stuff so I try to work with people that are in the same um, space and, you know, we're branding specialists. So that's really important. And it just kind of all works together in that. I like that. It's it's very badass and like an empowering sense. Yeah, absolutely. Positive, empowering sense. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And with branding and in our industry, one of the biggest things is to be different, is to, you know, be in that authentic lane. And it just helps me you know, not try to be molded into what everyone wants. And I just kind of, I don't know, do my own thing. And it's worked good. Yeah. I mean, like the authenticity is so important when it comes to what we're going to talk about today, which is a lot of social media. (laughs) I think that, you know, people are kind of on edge about something being too salesy or promotional, you know, now more than ever, they just see right through that. So, oh my gosh, for sure. So that's a really important point. So what kind of got you interested in in wanting to, I guess, pursue this? Like, was there a point where like, oh. you were doing something that you were like, this is what I want to do? Oh, well, well I um, was a bartender for years. I didn't go back to college till I was about 25, 26. Um, and I wanted to own this boot scoot and boogie out where I live. Because <laughs> I live like kind of out in the sticks, right? Mm-hmm. And so I knew part of that business and a very important part of that business was the marketing piece of it and the branding piece of it. So I went to school for visual communications, and in that space, I worked for a couple nonprofits. Um, my life changed, and my family came into like you know some personal. My dad was addicted to drugs, and there was a recovery. And I went to this nonprofit world, and my life changed substantially. My faith was strong. Um, and I stopped drinking, you know, five years ago. So I was in the, at this nonprofit, um, it's called Common Ground and they practice conscious living and it was just a life changing experience. And so in that internship, I learned about media and social media and the experience and telling stories. And it just kind of led me to where I am now. 
I love uh, that. Thank I know it's a weird story. No, I love, it's a very powerful story. It is powerful. That's one, yeah, that's what happened. No, I, th I think that's a very powerful personal story and um, kind of a, a testament to how seriously you take, you know, what you do now and what it means to Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really important. And especially, you know, the community piece of it and just trying to be, I think, a good Christian woman and trying to help people and stay in that space. And yeah, so... It all works together. So are you, so like your, so your business is out in Berlin Heights. Berlin Heights, a yeah. big 700 <laughs> person village. Yeah. So are you from that area originally? Did you grow up out there or? Um, yeah, we've always kind of um, tried to stay away from the hustle and bustle. And, you know, we're four wheeling, river fishing, hunting kind of people. So that work, it works really nice. And, and the, like the reason I was kind of like asking, and I was wondering, I, like just looking at your website, looking at your social media, like you could tell there's a lot of passion you have for the businesses oh, in your area. Yeah. And I think that's why like we really like we're excited to have you on was to talk about too like these other businesses that like maybe are going through similar struggles that are watching this right now. Yeah. I mean, there are neighbors, there are neighbors, there are friends, there are families, you know, the people that I went to school with, it's their parents, it's yeah. them. So I, th I think that there's that responsibility to make sure that we take care of them well. And that helps drive our passion, right? That helps mm -hmm. us do good, them do good, and it's a win-win for everyone. It's a really awesome attitude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, like I mean, I don't have it every day, but you know, like those are the days where you're like, okay, you're a badass. You got this. You could do this. You're doing this for a good reason. And yeah, so it's just a driving force. Well, I think it's great because I think one of the things a lot of people forget about and what I love about like how you're saying like, you know, it's your neighbors, it's your, it's your family, it's friends. It's, and like, as everybody does, does good in an area. And I, I think this is like so often forgotten, but as companies all succeed together, everybody lifts everybody else Absolutely. up. And there's so much, and I mean, we've seen it in our space. I'm sure you see it in yours. Like there's yep. so much competition. It's like, if we all just kind of work together, it's great because everybody can like survive yes. and thrive through, you know, through our, I mean, there's enough work for everybody. Yes, yeah. there really is. And that is a very unfortunate thing. And uh, the, the <laughs> I mean, I struggle with that too. I have a, a lot of that. I mean, we all do, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it's important to, you know, keep going on with your integrity and doing what you know is right and not letting those other people bring you down. And, and honestly, in the long term of things, it all works itself out. Mm -hmm. So those people, you know, I just give them a little extra love. <laughs> and just, you know, I just don't stoop to their level and I just keep on kicking butt and it all comes back, you know. That's a great attitude to have. Yeah. Thanks. Sure. Oh, I have a great attitude. <laughs> it is. I don't know. It's a great attitude. Well, it's yeah. true, it's though. It's good to look it at is. it. It is. And it's, it's hard. Sometimes I think it's hard to stay positive, kind of going into what we're um, discussing today, mm -hmm. which is um, one really powerful way for business, small businesses to grow is using social media. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of a necessity now um, to, in, in addition to your web page, it's like if you don't, if you're not on social media, you kind of don't exist, you know, at least on some platform. Plus, it's a great, you know, it's a missed opportunity to otherwise be engaging more people about your business. Um, so as you're, you know, trying to live out your mission to help these small businesses grow around you, um, you know, and, and you have that conversation about social media specifically, I guess maybe maybe share why, you know, what you tell them about why it's important to be on there and kind of, you know, how they can start thinking about where to get started. Because I know it is hard for people to find the time and it can be overwhelming for an already, you know, 
wearing a lot of hats as a small business owner. With business, with that in particular, with social media and this digital space that we're in and this change and uh, it's it's definitely back again to the generations. I hate to say that, but um, how old are you guys? We're in our mid thirties. Yeah, mid thirties. Okay, I'll be thirty seven this year. So a lot of clients that I work with that are above us, you know, they they weren't raised with a computer. They are in this space and they're so overwhelmed and they don't want to get on video and they mm-hmm. run for me when you try to take a picture of them. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, they're just they're uncomfortable with it. Now then you go to our thirties and we're like whatever. And then yeah. you know, 20s, they're like, you know, it's even easier for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what people fail to understand in that space, and even depending, it doesn't matter what age you are, on social media or in the digital space at all, if someone's talking to you or connecting with you, it is literally as if they're coming into your office. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is missed a lot because people are like, oh, it's, you know, it's social media, it's social media, but it's really a huge opportunity to connect with your customers and and cultivate that relationship and give them space and enjoy them and love them. And I always tell people it's like, well, especially when I first started because I didn't really know how to say it, but I'm like, it's kind of like just giving everyone just a big hug. <laughs> I like but that. I mean, realistically, yeah. that's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to do good and give to them and just be kind and offer good customer service. And it's the same thing as it was 50 years ago with these businesses that didn't have to do social or they weren't on the internet, you know, that you still had to have good customer service. And that is the same thing in the digital air too. One thing I think that's really interesting because of how you're putting that and like, I can't, I'm stealing this from somebody and I don't remember where I got it from, but they they talked about, (laughs) (laughs) but they talked about how like social media really, what it it did is it, it allowed, um, you know, companies that, that were before, like maybe like, let's say, for example, somebody that's out by you in, in Berlin Heights, and then we're here in Cleveland right now. So it's about an hour. So like mm-hmm. what it was doing was, you know, it was making it where taking that hour dif- distance and it's like basically bringing everyone back to a small town again, because everybody can connect and can that's communicate. Nice. And it, and this is where it's like so valuable to have like good Google reviews and things like that, because in the past, like if you were living in Berlin Heights and like, say somebody didn't like working with you, like everybody in the town knew, you know, like, oh, that person's not good to work with. And then well, you have to like, leave. <laughs> but like now, like, I feel like it's even larger where it's like, if you're not doing good out there and somebody from Cleveland, like, let's say they're looking to hire somebody out there and they can look at those Google reviews and be like, oh, they're not good to work. With. You know what I mean? So it's almost yeah. like it's bringing everything it's interesting too because we have had uh, when, like when I first started, I was less picky. Um, we always try to be picky with who we work with um, because when it comes to social media, even if you have the best strategy and you aren't uh, customer service focused or you, you know, you don't take care of your customers, it doesn't matter how much you spend in social media. People can smell that unauthentic smell yeah. from miles away, and even we worked with this one company. He, you know, he was in business for a long time, old school, had a lot of money. That's horrible. We had no engagement on his social. We spent a bunch of time, bunch of money, and it just didn't matter because people, especially now, they just they want to do business with people that they like, people that they connect with, mm-hmm. and social media offers a huge opportunity to do that. I mean, all the yeah. digital does really. Yeah. If you can tell the tell the story. 
Yeah, exactly. Storytelling is a huge part. That's what we talk about all the time. Yep. So, so think, I think that's great, you know, to kind of explain to companies the why of um, social media and really understanding that even though it can feel like a cold digital front, it's really all about humanity and customer service, just like anything else. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, once they maybe understand that concept and they're like, okay, I need to be on social media. Where do I get started? Like how many mm -hmm. platforms should I be on? And, you know, what, where, where should I even begin? How do you kind of help them guide, guide them in making that decision? I mean, any type of advertising or positioning is all based on who your audience is. I mean, realistically, um, even if you take out all the lovey-dovey crap that I say, um, it still is about that audience. So depending on who your audience is, what platforms they're on, that's pretty much the starting point of it. Um, Facebook is always great for social media. I'm a huge fan of Instagram. I think TikTok is the death of the world. <laughs> um, YouTube is great. Um, so there's definitely a lot of opportunity there, but it, it's it's very dependent on what that person's doing, what their objectives are, what their mm. message is, what their branding is, you know, so. Yeah, I know like, um, I mean, there's people of all ages on all different platforms, mm -hmm. but um you know, it, it does seem like Facebook is maybe um, a little bit like good for consu consumer, it's like, but it's, yeah, it's, it's maybe not where you're going to find the majority of like Gen Z mm -hmm. and people in like the, you know, their early twenties. Maybe yeah, that's they're more like, like no Instagram. Facebook. Yeah. Get me away from yeah. That. <laughs> yeah for so sure. you can kind of think, you know, in terms of age mm -hmm. as, as one demographic for trying to find out where you are where you should be. And then also, you know, maybe if you're doing more B2B business, um, that would be more LinkedIn and maybe considering other platforms like that. So maybe those are, you know, some ways that people can start narrowing it down. Absolutely. Um, and then how do you, how do you encourage people to start, um, posting and, and thinking about where they can find content ideas? Oh my goodness. So I don't know my best advice for this and I'm not very good at it. A lot of things, but <laughs> my best advice um, as far as content creation is to, first of all, I mean, be authentic. There's three P's, right? So you want to be purposeful, promotional, and personal. Um, you want to follow those three things no matter what you're doing. And there's also this 80-20 rule. So 80% of what the content you push out should be indirect sales, right? Like no one wants to sit there on Facebook or Instagram or any of them. I don't care what you're on and just be like totally drilled with sales. Mm -hmm. Like no one cares. Um, so that 80, 20 rule is really important. Um, beyond that, I always start people off with creating categories, which we call pillars. Pillars are basically the foundation that holds up your house. And without those pillars, you know, you're, yeah. you're crashing down. So you really need to establish those. And those pillars are dependent on um, what you're doing. But they, they're simple, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, services. What are my services? That can be one pillar. What am I doing in the community? That's another pillar. Mm -hmm. uh, dog of the day. Like, I yeah. just, there's a lot of things you could do. But establishing those and understanding those mm -hmm. and having those somewhere when you go to look back at, the, at what you're doing having some kind of a plan that really helps people be effective because it's so overwhelming. Like yeah. if you go day to day and you're like, Oh, what am I going to, 
what am I going to post? I know I got to post today, mm-hmm. but what am I going to post? If you have those pillars in order, it's just you just rotate through them. And mm-hmm. it really takes, you know, a lot of pressure off of entrepreneurs or managers that are mm-hmm. doing it. And then the other thing um, is just batching that content. Just mm-hmm. take some pictures. Go get some pictures from a photographer. Mm-hmm. Go get some video content. Pull your series out in it. So there's a lot of um, cost-effective ways. <laughs> cost-effective <laughs> ways to do that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I have to have fun with it too. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have fun with it, you're not going to want to do it. And if you don't want to do it, hire someone else to do it because you still need to do it. But you know, you, you know what the life sucked out of you. It's funny because like the. You saying that like last so last year, like my big goal was like, we're going to post more on social media. Like we need to post more on social media. And so like I kept like I kept trying to hold myself accountable. Like Kathy and I would get together every quarter and like talk about like marketing and sales. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to post. I'm going to post. And it just like <laughs> yeah, went through like, 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 a whole year. And then eventually I was like, OK, like at, at, like the fourth quarter, I'm like, I'm not posting. Like we need to find somebody yeah. or somebody like this is just like a dream of mine that I'm going to do this. And it's not. Yeah. Like, so that's worked well for us. But it kind of seems like those pillars are almost like little buckets of messaging that you can pull from that you want to keep hitting on. Maybe you want to keep hitting on your services. Maybe you want to keep hitting on what you're doing in the community. Maybe And so those are those are different like buckets that you can build mm-hmm. content ideas from, it kind of sounds like. Yeah, I think uh, branding is very undervalued. And I don't think a lot of people understand what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a lot of business out there connecting with the right people at the right time is really where that value comes in. And you can do that if you're strategic in your content and the, you know, what you're putting out there. Can you talk a little bit too about like, cause I feel like I just, as you're like talking about like coming up with the plan, which I think is like super important. And I, I know like we've had a lot of people on that have talked about like planning. I feel like that always comes back to that, but like, and it's a big deal. And I think that like that gets, it does, it gets overlooked. Cause I think people see success and they just think like, they don't realize the amount of planning that went into that <laughs> yeah. success. Yeah. Um, but like, can you even talk about like, I feel, I just hear this person in the back of my head being like, I posted like, like last week, three times and nothing happened. So like, it doesn't work. Like, can you kind of like address that? Cause I know that person's watching and they're probably like social media doesn't work. Social media does work. <laughs> social media is a beast. It is a beast. Um, okay. If you're posting and you're not getting engagement. Okay. So ga- engagement's what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can post, you can post the prettiest picture, but if no one likes it or no one cares about it, then you're really posting content. Like I have this little thing on my desk and I, I mean, we have 25 monthly accounts and so I live in social media and I hate social media. I really do, which is horrible of me to say, but, um, what do you it, hate about it? That may, I that makes that, you still, but you're still doing it. I hate yeah. what it does. <laughs> I shouldn't get into it. <laughs> well, I, I think a lot of people have that. You know, I'm I'm the same way sometimes. Yeah. Like I, you know, I, I'm not always the biggest user of social media. There are, you know, even though I know how powerful it is, it you is. know, like on a business level, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm not there personally. Oh so, gosh, so I think a lot of people think that way. So, how yeah. you know, can you talk about that a little bit and how you get around it? it's tough I mean you have to definitely put those boundaries in place Um, but you can do things good or you can do things bad and I say that people are like well what do you mean by that I'm like well marketing think about um, that's a good example 
think about the cigarette industry, right? Like, okay, marketing is powerful. You can really do some powerful things with marketing, but you can do powerful things with marketing for not the right reasons. Mm -hmm. And I just think that social media is the time suck of all time sucks <laughs> um, for personal and business. It is, I'm not saying I don't get on. So I look at social media all the time. I also sit there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to stop looking at social media all the time. I got to go to Instagram. <laughs> um, there is this, it's just this space that is, it's overwhelming and it's hard for entrepreneurs. Like we are, we have 17 million different hats that we're doing. We got to worry about paying our electric bill and we have to worry about taking care of our clients. And then we have to worry about at the end of the day, posting on social media. And it's just, it's not as easy um, as it used to be, I think, to spend the money and be in the advertising space. But with digital, it's so saturated mm -hmm. that you really have to figure out a way to stand out with that. Um, and you have to do it in a very authentic way. So one of the things that I love to do is, I mean, one of my pillars is community. Like what are nonprofits doing? What can we do within the community? And what that does for me is it allows me to feel good about what I'm doing. A lot of people are like, I don't want to post my face. I don't want to show off. Like it's not about that. What it can be about if you do it right and position it in a way that you feel comfortable with is you can inspire people, you can motivate people, you can teach people. So I think it just depends on your mindset and how you, what strategic space you're in as far as like how you've planned it out and how you want to position your brand and, and you know, what message you want to give to the world because that's really what you're doing. Oh. I don't know if that answered your question or well, if I just like went off on a tangent. No, I think that that's like great. Like I, mm -hmm. I like, cause I don't know, I, I do feel like it, it is. It's tough. Like, I, and I, I'm sure, like, I think that's why, like, you get a lot of, like, I think that's where the generational thing you're talking about comes from. Because I feel like if you have a lot of, like, older business owners, they're, like, thinking of, like, missing the day of when they could just run their business and not have to, like, do all these things just to, like, because that's the thing that I think is so hard about social media is, like, if you're not posting, then you have people that are, like, because I've heard this where they're, like, oh, people thought they went out of business. Like, oh, I thought you went out of business because you're not posting. And it's, like, Maybe you're just busy, you know, yeah, so. No. Or if you haven't updated the information on your social media pages, you know, and your hours are wrong and link, links don't deal. work, like yeah. that could hurt you too. Yeah. Um, so it's, it sounds, you know, it's, it, it sounds like consistency is really consistency important. Consistency is very important. And, it, and you know, um, and video consists of uh, the whole thing, SEO, digital presence, advertising, customer service, the whole idea of business growth is based on consistency. Whether you post one piece a month on whatever platform, as long as you do it once a month, you're still in better shape than not doing it at all or doing it more often. Yeah. And the question that you asked about um, people that do post stuff and they don't get engagement, yeah. if you're putting out the right content, it, it's, it, it won't matter. I share stuff like we had a nonprofit thing and there were these little girls. <laughs> they were so cute as for St. Patty's Day and they were out there dancing on the floor. And I posted it and my stuff when it comes to that doesn't get as much. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get as much engagement, doesn't get as much likes and shares. But I don't care because mm -hmm. I still want to put that out there. Yeah. So you just have to kind of be true to who you are. And in the long run, I think that, you know, it pays off. 
Yeah, I mean, we also had talked about um, on a previous podcast this concept called dark social, Ooh. where sometimes it 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 sounds like a crazy concept, but it you know has always existed once you like think about it. But it's like even if if you're not getting the the obvious engagement, like the likes and the comments and stuff, people are still seeing that, and they're still like it, they're they're putting that piece in you know, this knowledge base of what else they know about the company. And you may not see the impression that it's made within their own mind, um, you know, specifically in the analytics, but it still makes an impression and adds to the overall branding. Um, So, you know, I I think that's where maybe something like the photo you shared um, becomes important because it's adding to like, okay, like I see a different side of her personality. I I see like what she cares about. Mm -hmm. And that makes me, you know, feel closer to you as, you know, in your brand um, on a a personal level. Yeah, it's the overall, right? It's the Mm -hmm. overall image. So someone's going on my social media, they may not have seen that video or cared about it. But if someone's researching me, a client or community organization, yeah, it, it does tell a story. And collectively, those things are important. Yeah, that makes sense, too. I was thinking about this the other day, because like that whole concept, like, I feel like we scroll so fast, oh. like, and that's the thing, like, cause <laughs> yeah. I, there's, I've passed people's content and like, I didn't, I didn't like it cause I was scrolling, but then like you run into that person, they're like, oh yeah, I just, I did X, Y, Z. And you're like, oh yeah, I saw that. But then you're like sitting like, I don't think I liked that when I saw it. You know what I mean? But I liked just, it in my mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I feel like that's maybe what that is. And like that connection that you're talking about, like, you know, people see what the thing you posted and they're like, you're more than just a marketing business trying to sell marketing services or trying to help businesses like you're a human being and you care about your community. And I think that's yeah. what comes through and stuff like that. It does. And honestly, um, I try not to be hard on people in this space because I know also like I like to think I'm an expert. I'm an antiquity college. I have been doing this for a long time. If you don't have engagement on your posts, and I'm sorry, everyone, I would go back and look at the structure of your business because the reason that people like my stuff, and I don't get a lot of likes, like I'm not famous or anything. I think we have like four, you know, it's not a lot. I don't, wouldn't care. Plus the it, algorithms, I feel like have kind of made it that you're not uh, going to get the likes and results. Algorithms are yeah. harsh. Yeah. They are harsh without that engagement. And yeah. so that content is important. Mm-hmm. But I have a, a lady that we work with and she is just the kindest woman. She's been in business for a long time. We took a, over her social media and it's insane the amount of engagement she has. But the reason that she has that engagement is because she's always taken care of her customers. She's always been a good woman. She's always done, you know, she's she has a quality product, good service. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that that's in your engagement too. I mean, you'll you'll see it if you're not if you're if you're not connecting with people. And that could be a strategic positioning or, you know, beyond social media, but it is a red flag. Yeah, I think that's I think that's an important point. It's kind of crazy, actually. And honestly, like part of my job every day is to get on social media mm-hmm. and like my people's stuff. I mm-hmm. do. I try to spend time and I know that it's important. Um, I try to give reviews and I try to like their content and I'll go to like, you know, the SBDCs and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, thank you for liking our stuff because it's such like a bummer when you go and spend so much time and put this content and it's like crickets. <laughs> it's not just, you know, it's not the content or you it's, it could be the algorithms. It could be mm-hmm. the industry. It could be all of it. So, well, I, I mean, don't be too hard on yourself about 
freaking social media. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the other thing. It's like, uh, right. I, I think keeping the, you know, trying to have fun with it and not get carried away and put all this pressure on yourself is important. And less is more. Quality over quantity. Like, yeah. I, you know, we could post, you could post every single day and some places are like, oh my God, you need to post three times a day. You need to do this. And I'm like, oh my gosh, could you imagine? <laughs> like, no one wants to see that much stuff. No one cares. Um, so quality over quantity all day long, even if it's just one post a week, just to stay relevant and connecting with your customers. Well, I have to give you a shout out too, because like when you mentioned that, I did know, like I've noticed like the last few months, like you've like liked a lot of our stuff and commented on it. So I appreciate I that. Yeah, yeah, no, I try this and it's important. So those algorithms work together too, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can see when you're on Instagram, you can see who you're liking and who you don't. It's like, ugh. and you can see when that engagement drops and that tells you what kind of content you have. If your content, if people want to see the content that you're having, you know, if that drops or not, or if you're not connecting with the right people. Yeah. I think, I think, um, you know, it's, there's no shame in asking people like other, you know, people in your community, in your chamber group, in, you know, whatever to like and share things like we are, you know, part of the Cleveland Chamber and um, they have like a coffee event for a, a small group of us um, every month. And we were like, you know, we need we need like we put a list together of everybody's names and accounts and things and. So we've just made an initiative within our group that we're all going to try to like and share each other's posts. Mm -hmm. And then That's everybody's huge. benefiting. And we're learning more about all the other people mm -hmm. in the group along the way. So I don't think there's any shame in, in just outright asking for that. No, that's a simple place to start because mm -hmm. in business, really all we're in business and in life, we're, we're creating relationships. Mm -hmm. and that's all it is. And if we're taking care of each other, like... It shouldn't be that hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You guys don't have to ask me to like your stuff. I do it because I like you and I want to support you. Yeah. And I want you to do good and, you know, vice versa. Yeah. It's a simple way to help out a fellow business, you know? <laughs> yes, for sure. So what else do we want to learn from Meg? Well, I think like, <laughs> I mean, you've already <laughs> given us a lot, to, like a lot of stuff too that I think is great because I feel like this is like, I don't know. I, we see it with clients. I know I'm sure, I'm sure you definitely see it with clients because you're working with them directly on this stuff, but we just see it in the video side. Like, they're just like, you know, social media doesn't work or they're like they are so they're trying so many things or they'll like post to Facebook this week and they'll post to Instagram next week. And, you know, like they're just trying to see what what the, and they're trying to be on every platform. But I guess like what would you say to like somebody that's maybe watching or listening? Like if they if they had to pick one, like one or two, like, you know, and I know it's kind of specific on the business, but like what, where should they start? I wholeheartedly start with Facebook. Facebook's the easiest. Um Another thing with the demo now, unless we're talking about like silly string for Johnny, that's 16. Yeah. I'm not going to go on Facebook for that, but for most of our established business owners that we want to work with, um, Facebook is a great, it's great. Uh, our friends and family are on there. It's already positioned as that connecting point, you know, mm -hmm. to see your aunts and your uncles and, and it's an easy space to tag, other places, cross promote video. I mean, you can do everything on it. Hmm. Like it's easy as pie. You can advertise on it. Um, you can do live videos on it. Hmm. It's easy, and it and it's um, it's attainable for entrepreneurs to access. I mean, hmm. it's right on your phone. Yeah. 
Is the learning curve, like, would you say the learning curve is easier for maybe someone that's maybe a little older in business and that maybe they're just kind of breaking into it? Or is it, is it maybe, because I don't know, I feel like, and I'm just going off of things that I've, I've heard or like talk to people. Sometimes I feel like people get a little confused with like Instagram, but maybe Facebook's a little more user. I mean, is there any user friendliness to that or? Um, yes. Yeah, okay. Facebook is super easy to use. It is easy to use. And just like everything, you know, you get on something like, oh, my gosh, what the heck is going on here? It takes some time to get used to, mm-hmm. but that's normal. That's just life. Um, and Instagram and Facebook, they work well with each other. Um, we use those strategically in place with each other to complement each other. Um, some content goes on here and some content goes on here. We don't push them the same content to both. Um, so it's it's together. Those are my two favorite platforms. I should put LinkedIn in there, although I don't really like LinkedIn. Um, that's But LinkedIn is, is uh, strong with SEO, with search engine optimization. So that um, would be the third one I would throw in there. That's good advice. I'm, and I'm glad like you kind of expanded on... I just feel like, you know, like we really like to your point, like we want to help the people that are watching, like give them some actionable advice. And that's like our main goal with the podcast, like educate people to like be able to do better, make better videos or market themselves better yeah. or learn from each other. So I thought or just give cool. themselves a f- break. Yeah. Like, right. Do you know, though, what the biggest social media platform is? YouTube? It's YouTube. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it is YouTube. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a hoss. Like it's a powerhouse. It's not going away. Um that's a that's a good platform to get into. I from the my audience and mm-hmm. my demographic and who I work with, um, that's like an end goal. Like that's where you okay, want to be, yeah. right? So you guys are doing a great job and you offer a huge benefit mm-hmm. to people in your space that are looking for that. Cause it is it's big. Well, I only one. said that because I know it's the second largest search engine because yeah. it's how crazy. Yeah, it's, so I figured, yeah. well, it makes sense. So, how do you see now? To me, like that, that takes a, yeah a little more effort mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. posting something, um, you know, just on Facebook. Yeah. Um, it definitely has to be. Oops, it definitely <laughs> has, definitely has to be video content. Um, so, what are what are some things you're seeing? Um, some very approachable ways for, for small businesses to use video on YouTube? Like how, what are some different types of videos they're posting and how are you seeing them use that? Uh, that's a tough space. Um, on my end, like, I think it would be dependent on the business itself, obviously, and the industry you're in, because we have like, um, nonprofits. I work with like HVAC companies and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. You know, you can use that space and it it just has to be dependent on your, on on your objectives and what you're trying to do. That might not be a great space to spend time for an HVAC company, but Mm -hmm. for a city, municipalities, Mm -hmm. organizations, nonprofits, um, teaching schools, all of that. I mean, that's a big space. Mm -hmm. I would say, you just really have to partner with people that you can trust, that have your back, that are going to offer you yeah. and guide you in yeah. those spaces. And like you said earlier, like, you know, I don't need to do all of your video, but I want to help you mm-hmm. create that content. And then we can mix our pieces in there. And just being like 
I don't know, having some like flexibility. Because it's important. Like you guys might do a video, but I'm sure that you probably segment it out, you know, mm-hmm. and help them and and uh, let them know when to use that. Yeah, when maximize to post it. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you know you see that very often. Like, oh, let you know, let's get this video, and it's a bomb ass video, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's so good, but you know. You, you can take so many pieces out of that and you can reposition it in different ways. And I, and I think that's a definitely a smart strategy to utilize your investment in that, um, in that media. Yeah. That's, and that's definitely how, like, that's kind of how we suggest our clients is if we're going to come out for a half day shoot or a full day shoot, it's like how many pieces of content can we get out of this one shoot? Because it's like, I feel like the client's very focused on like, well, we need a, an explainer video or we need a testimonial video or we need a product demo. And we're like, okay, cool. Like we're going to, it's like, it's going to be expensive to have four people come out and set mm-hmm. this all up and do all this. Like, what if we were able to squeeze instead of one, you know, two minute video, we could do like a two minute video, another video, it's a minute and a half, a couple 30 second videos. And then you're walking away with like content that you can just continue to recycle and reuse. And I think one of the to your point, like with YouTube, like one of the things that I don't think they're thinking about is like because of the search capabilities, like we've like I've heard of companies and I've heard through what different people have done that like videos they've created six years ago are still getting hits. Yeah. Today. Oh, all day long. And that's the thing. Yeah. And it strengthens the brand as a whole. I mean, whether or not it was done then or now, mm-hmm. um, it's huge. And and repurposing that content, that's one thing that I always run into, like, um, like sometimes my clients are like, I'm not the ones I work with anymore. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, but like, you don't have, you can repost the same picture. You can mm-hmm. repost the same content. I mean, like don't do it every day, but you know, the stuff that we made six months ago, use it again. That should be part of your yeah. strategy. That should be part of <clears throat> the project when they're coming to do the video. Like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll have this video, but let's you, you know, quarterly, let's push it out. Let's push out this segment here, this segment here. And you can really utilize your investments that way. It's a yeah. very smart way to do it. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I feel like people don't realize like it's, I don't, sometimes I think it's like people think it's like a premiere, like the video premiered and they're like, okay, it's done. And it's like, but all <laughs> no, the people that no. didn't get to see it, like. Yeah. yeah. Cause there is so much content out there. I mean, it does get lost. Mm-hmm. So chances are, you know, people maybe didn't see it last time or uh, maybe, you know, they take a look at it in a different way this time, even if, you know, they do recognize it. So, yes. And the platform changes and like, I don't know, maybe a submarine just ran into the earth or something and you just <laughs> premiered this and nothing's happening with yeah. it. Like you're able to reposition that and push that out and reuse it. And you just want to be creative and have fun with it. Yeah, that's well. And I, I think what's cool, too, is like you never know, like when, like to your point, like even the opposite side of that's so like maybe like the submarine hit the earth and like people are like <laughs> not paying attention, but like mm-hmm. maybe you sell like, and now the earth is flooding, but you sell lifeboats. So now it's time to like yeah. throw that video back out mm-hmm. there again. Sure. So it, it could be timely to like what's going on right now. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it doesn't get lost. It doesn't yeah. go away. It's not old news once you create that content. And then that's good for business owners to know, because I think that hopefully that will take some of the pressure off of them. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of pressure out here, right? Like, oh my gosh. I know. I, know. <laughs> like, I can't wait to take these heels off and just go home with my sweatpants on. Like, you know, but I mean, that's what we got to do. It's a space we're in, but it's, 
It's just, yeah. you got to be a badass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're not, just keep pushing, get your mindset going that way. Because I tell you, it really does help, though. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, Open yourself up. So we talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, are there, can you maybe narrow it down to just like three takeaways? Like what are the three, three most important things that you think we talked about yep. today? Okay, number one, be authentic. In anything you do, be authentic. Uh, number two, quit trying to sell to people all the time. No one cares. No one <laughs> wants to be sold to on social media. Like people are on social media because they want to connect with people. That's what we're on earth for, like is to connect people and yeah. feel that love. So maybe take more of a, like a helpful approach mm -hmm. with how your product or service can like help. Cause I think people, maybe people get like a little lost. Like, well, if I'm not selling like, what am I doing? Where, oh, you know, <laughs> when we first started, cause I started this like, um, gosh, I started doing this seven, eight years ago. And when we would meet like with the big wigs, you know, they're like, <laughs> They were disgusted by my like, suggestions. I can't right? sell. Like, yeah. They were. They're like, you mean that we have to post only twenty percent of what we do is promotional? Yeah, it's, like, it's hard yeah. for people to get their heads around. It is. It is. But it's that's just is what it is. But you can get that message in there through yes. being helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's indirect, and it's you know, it's if you go back to any principle of business, mm -hmm. it's give, 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 mm -hmm. and then when they're ready to give back, they will, and, mm -hmm. and that's really all it is. Okay. Yeah. And the third thing, people buy and do business with people they like. So if for some reason, like me, okay, you know, not everyone likes me, that's fine. It is what it is. But people that do like me love me. Mm -hmm. And you want to enjoy your life and surround yourself with people that you love. And that is in business too. Like, you know, you just do business with people that you like. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Not every, not everyone's going to like you all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I, what I like about what you said with those three takeaways is they're not specific to social media. They're just specific to anything you do in business. Very true. Yeah. What I really liked about when you were saying, like, not everyone's going to like you. And this, I think, kind of goes back to, like, YouTube. Like, everyone's always amazed that there's, like, so many different YouTube channels and like so many different, and like, how can there be another YouTube channel starting for, you know, cooking or how can there be another one for fitness? But like the, the way that I was always taught and the way that I kind of learned it was like people, they identify with people that they like. They, they identify the way people, you know, you know, everyone has their YouTuber they like. I like this person because they explain it this you way. You don't even want to know who I like on YouTube. Who do you like on YouTube? Oh my gosh, it's so <laughs> bad. This guy, his name's Badland Chugs. <laughs> he like chugs these big drinks. My nephew got me hooked and he always sends me these freaking videos and I always watch them. It's ridiculous. Well, you could tell like, so like my husband's YouTube account is hooked up to the TV yeah. and he always gets mad when I'm, um, you know, putting something in there like a workout video or yeah, something. Like, I'm mad. But that just goes to show you like how I'm watching content that's completely different mm -hmm. from him. And, you know, there are people that I am more receptive to than, you know, than people that um, he's watching. So there's a lot of niche out there mm -hmm. um, yeah. and a lot of possibility with that. Yeah. It's, it's a huge blessing. Yeah. <clears throat> it just, is. And I just think it's great how you, I don't know, I just, so like when you said that, I was just like, man, I was like, that's, it's just like, that's how it is on YouTube. That's how it is in life. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. We have learned so much from you, Meg. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's been really fun talking to you. Um, where can people find out more about Exclusively BA? 
Well, you can find us on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> on our website. Yeah. And everywhere else. Yeah. We're weird. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we're just out in the community mm-hmm. is really where we're at. So we... Um, I haven't ventured over to Cuyahoga County, nor do I plan on it. So I'm excited to talk to you guys about a video partnership because I don't have a video team. Um, but we're in Lorraine here on an Erie County mostly because it's pretty close to drive distance. And we yeah. try to be – I mean, we're an integral part. We're part of people's teams. We're most of the time clients' first employees in a sense, like, yeah. realistically because we're doing a lot the of their owner. sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's good. Yeah, well, those those are smart decisions, and we appreciate everything that you have um, shared with us today, and we hope that you have learned mm-hmm. um, a lot along the way, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for coming out and talking with us. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want your question answered on our podcast, go to flexmediacle.com backslash watch time.